What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. Money and sports. It's one of the reasons why I enjoy being on Monday Night Countdown with ESPN is to talk about some of the more interesting aspects of business of sports. There's all kinds of cool questions, so this is a fun topic for me. The country is finally deeply getting the memo about how amazing this sport is. I think the sky's the limit for MLS. Increasingly, we're spending more and more of our time in a digital world, and it's also becoming a really powerful place for commerce. It is so nice to be back to be able to have fans back in the building. So despite the chaotic schedule, this is why we do what we do. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports show where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Block. I'm Scarlett Fu. And I'm Mike Lynch. Coming up today, we have a jam-packed show. We catch up with two-time Super Bowl-winning MVP Eli Manning and get his take on the NFL season, a possible role in the Giants' front office, and his new gig as partner of private equity firm BVP. This is not a endorsement. You know, we're on chats, we're on calls as a group. I'm on calls with other companies. You know, hearing their stories, talking to CEOs and presidents, and then discussing with BVP whether this looks like a good fit. If we think we could grow the company, that's straight ahead on the Bloomberg Business of Sports show. But first, let's look at some of the top stories of the week. And since we are all NFLy, let's talk about the <laughs> NFL viewership. Uh, it's still king. It climbed 10% as the close game, Scarlet, are bringing fans back. Yeah, and it puts to rest this idea that the NFL was losing its mojo that we started seeing in 2016, which, by the way, was an election year, and we saw ratings kind of steadily decline in a couple years after that. There was, of course, the controversy over players kneeling during the national anthem. There's all kinds of cultural war discussions but now it looks like the game, the drama that the game provides is putting the NFL back in the top spot. And I'm sure owners and broadcasters are breathing a huge sigh of relief. Oh, yeah. And, and Lynchy, one of the things the league was saying that even though the drama and comedies on traditional TV, the ratings are falling, NFL games dominate. They've got some great matchups and some great storylines. Can Tom Brady win another Super Bowl at age 44? Aaron Rodgers has become a polarizing figure now. Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, the most entertaining team in football. The Cowboys are back in the playoffs. They're America's team, America's most popular team. Bill Belichick has the Patriots back in the playoffs. Can they make a run at the Super Bowl? And you've got the Rams, a big city from Los Angeles. So despite not having any teams from New York City, <laughs> dig, dig, in the playoffs, <laughs> the ratings... Knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing, uh, don't discount the influence of legalized betting. Uh, that keeps people glued to the TV, not just for who's going to win the game or beat the point spread, the overrun. There's all kinds of prop bets, and people are, are hanging around to the end of games and watching games that they might not be interested in. Did they not have a little bit of a coin on the game? Oh, yeah. And plus, too, a lot of people now are in playoff pools where you have to pick players to see how far and how many points they score and this and that, whatever. So you got that going and that revenue going, Scarlett. Uh, that's why the NFL is huge. 
It's huge, and I'm glad, Lynch, you brought up the Cowboys. Uh, their games made up five of the top ten highest-rated broadcasts of the season. I'm not a big fan of the Cowboys, but I can see how anyone who is involved in the business of football would be a huge fan. Speaking of football, uh, unfortunately, we'll move on to the next story, but uh, i got to bring up uh, a lot of coaches uh, have been shown the door in the past several days after the end of the regular season. That includes the New York Giants' Joe Judge and uh, also Lynchy uh, GM uh, Dave Gettleman. Yeah, and uh, that one was not too much of a surprise to people because the Giants have just been flatlining for the last couple of years under both of them. Gettleman's had been around with some great teams. I'm interested to hear what Eli's take is on that. Um, Brian Flores, down in Florida, that surprised me. They won seven games in a row. They yeah. finished above 500. They beat the Patriots twice, and he was shown the door by owner Steve Ross. I'm not sure that was a great move, but Black Monday is always a very unpleasant day around the day after the National Football League regular season ends. And there's something else uh, from football in the pros to college football, Scarlett, and it involves the coaches of Miami and Michigan. Uh, some lawmakers are demanding for an inquiry. Yeah, Congressman Bill Pascrell, who is a New Jersey Democrat, he chairs the Ways and Means Committee Oversight Panel. He has sent letters to the presidents of Michigan State and University of Miami looking for information about the huge contracts that the football coaches have gotten, $89 million for Mario Cristobal and $95 million for Michigan State's Mel Tucker. The question he has in mind here is, the contrast to the benefits received by student-athletes, but also the fact that these schools have tax-exempt status and whether the compensation packages we're talking about here, $89 million and $95 million, fit in with the school's mission of being schools and uh, not-for-profit organizations when you've got these outsized compensation packages. And, and you guys know me. I'm all about get all the money you can while you can. But, Lynchy, is this on the line? I don't think so because these coaches are producers. Think of them as someone that produces money for an insurance company. The more you produce, the more you can, the bigger commission you get. I'll throw a couple numbers at you right now. The Big Ten, where Michigan State plays, brought in $768 million this year. Each school received $54 million. And that money just doesn't go to the athletic department. It goes to faculty. It goes to infrastructure. It goes to new facilities. Um, the, uh, the ACC, where Miami is, uh, every school... Uh, gets $32 million before they even sell a ticket. So that's the argument on the other side of the fence there, that this is going for the greater good of the university, and these coaches are producers that produce teams that generate revenue, which benefits the school university. And by the way, congratulations, Georgia, for winning the national championship, beating Alabama to win the title. And let's move now from football to baseball, and there is chatter that uh, Apple is said to be in serious talks with Major League Baseball for broadcast rights, Scarlett. Yeah, these are games that ESPN will no longer be broadcasting, uh, some weekday national games. Uh, ESPN will no longer have regular Monday and Wednesday games, so potentially Apple might pick this up. Uh, we know Amazon, for instance, one of those streamers, has uh, picked up NFL games, so maybe Apple is next. And if Apple joins in, that opens the door completely to all these streamers because these companies have plenty of cash. I was laughing, Scarlett Lynchy, because I was thinking the games that are not going to be broadcast like those uh, Tiger <laughs> games. You won't see too many of those coming out, but uh, but this is a big deal, Lynchy, for Apple. Yeah. 
It is. And one of the reasons they are getting rid of the Monday and Wednesday games is they have the new contract with uh, the National Hockey League as well as the NBA. So uh, this is a great opportunity. And Major League Baseball is looking for younger demographics. And who better to go after via streaming than the young people? Um, uh, Young people don't watch conventional television. They watch everything on their their pads. They stream everything. So this may bring in a, a younger audience, and that's what baseball desperately needs. You know what? I Given that Ted Lasso is kind of the face of Apple TV, I totally foresee some kind of promo with Ted Lasso and baseball games and baseball teams. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see them also doing something down the road with soccer and actual soccer games yes. and get Ted Lasso. I can see that coming out. That's but, you know, be before good. any of that happens, don't they have to right. sort out the work stoppage at the MLB first? Yep. Yeah, and, and, and right now there isn't anyone in baseball that can comment on anything, whether they bought a, a, a case of baseballs or uh, a salary negotiation because there's a there's a, a blackout on that right now. And, of course, spring training, we are probably just about a month away from spring training, so there should be a lot of activity and a lot of negotiation going on, or the gates will remain locked when spring training is scheduled to open sometime around Valentine's Day. You know what spring training means for me? We'll talk about the Daytona 500. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I, okay. All right. I, all right. All right. All right. I'll be good. This guy doesn't need any information. I'm not kidding. Usually you hear that cliche, and then we bring on the butcher from Gallatin, Tennessee, and he's talking about the sale in his meat market. No. This guy, you don't need an introduction. All I need to say is he has won the Super Bowl two times for the New York Giants. He is Eli Manning. Eli, thank you so much, sir, for joining us on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Yeah, sure thing. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be on. The Now, the irony was I was just doing a story on this, and, and our producer extraordinaire, Ariel, said, hey, we got Eli. If if we want to do a, a segment, I'm like, oh yes, Lordy, we do. So <laughs> so we are so grateful, and, and I want to start with it because uh, you know you, you took time out uh, to join Brand Velocity Partners. Tell us all about that. Yeah, so it's a you know private equity company, and I got to know uh, Brand Velocity Partners through a investment in a company called Barbecue Guys. Um, you know, in 2020. And so kind of during that time, I, you know, recently retired and I, I always had an interest in business and wanted to learn a little bit more which field I might want to be kind of, um, you know, possibly get into and just see, you know, see if there's interest in there or something I'd want to work hard, you know, work at and learn more about. And so uh, just to got, got to know the team there at, at um, BVP and, um, you know, kind of got to watch everything through barbecue guys as it was, you know, going through, um, you know, the, the process and, and, you know, uh, they're, we're buying them and, and trying to uh, grow that company through marketing. And, and so it just, um, you know, I was very interested in it and they were great. And, and so eventually after, you know, kind of sitting in on other meetings and, and other calls and just thought we'd make a great team. So, um, became a partner there and, and, um, you know, it's been fun just trying to, you know, I think I can be helpful in expanding, um, you know, their existing relationships. And I love the fact that they try to grow companies, um, you know, through marketing execution. They have a marketing background and, and also uh, they invest in the employees and they have a program called Share the Gains where 10% of the carried interest from BBP goes to the employees and not the upper management, but kind of the rest of the employees. And so, um, you know, it just made sense to me, you know, from, from the marketing standpoint, what I majored in college, 
doing commercials and being, you know, part of marketing during my NFL career. And then also just an emphasis on, on the employees. When you have a company or uh, I related to football, when you have, um, you know, when you win a championships, it's not just the players that get the ring, but the people mm-hmm. in the training room, the people in the equipment room, the people in the film room, they all get a ring all, also. They all get to say, we won a championship. And I think that's what you want in a company. Everybody feels like they're part of the, the overall goal and the overall success of a company when it does well. I think it's so interesting because we talked to a lot of pro athletes, former pro athletes, um, celebrities, and we knew that most of you would end up doing something with, I don't know, crypto, think Aaron Rodgers, Odell Beckham Jr., a SPAC, A-Rod, uh, certainly, or private equity, uh, Steve Young, and, and now you. What's notable, and you mentioned this, is that you are a full-time partner of BVP. Uh, you're not an advisor. You're not a consultant. So describe what your day-to-day looks like. I mean, this will be your full-time day job, and Manningcast becomes kind of your part-time job, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I think the good thing about about the Manningcast and, and um, you know, so far with BVP is that, you know, it is kind of remote right now. You're not traveling all over the world with Manningcast. I do it from my house. Um, you know, I watch kind of watch film on my own just throughout the week. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, unless, unless, you know, BVPS, you know, to be, for me to jump on a call, uh, from eight fifteen uh, to 1130 at night, uh, on, on, you know, 10 Mondays out of the year. I mean, that's kind of my time when I, I can't make that call. And I think they know that. And so, I mean, I think, um, yeah, this is not, this is not a endorsement. This is, this is, you know, I am, on, I'm on calls with meetings. Uh, you know, we're on chats. We're on calls as a group. I'm on calls with other companies. Um, you know, learning about, you know, hearing their stories, talking to CEOs and presidents, and, and seeing, you know, then discussing with BVP whether this looks like a good fit if we think we could grow the company. And so, obviously, right now, um, it's a big learning curve for me. I think it's, uh, you know, when they're talking about, you know, earnings and they're talking about EBITDA and understanding you know, all these things. So there's still, a, you know, a lot for me to learn from that aspect. I think, you know, talking about the marketing uh, potential of companies makes a little bit more sense to me. And, and I tend to, you know, have more to add on that on that side of it, just because I've been in that world a little bit longer. But mm-hmm. um, it's all the process, you know, of, of kind of learning this new language, learning this new playbook. And I'm excited about that. And, and um, you know, always kind of asking for, for tasks is, you know, how, how, what's the best way to get up to speed on everything that they're doing. And, and, you know, I ask a lot, I take a lot of notes, just got, like I was in, in football, I take a lot of notes, ask a lot of questions and the, the, the whole team. And I think that's why I chose maybe a smaller private equity, just because, you know, the guys, um, you kind of know who you can ask certain questions to. The, the team has been so great at just kind of teaching me, answering my questions, getting me up to speed and, and you know, want to get me up and up and going to to help the company. Hey, Eli, it's Mike Lynch up in in Boston. With you uh, jumping aboard here with uh, BVP, will most of your targets now uh, be sports related, or is it uh, any field? You know, it's any field. It's really more uh, the any. Uh, it's mostly consumer facing companies so far, and we're looking at companies with at least ten million in EBITDA. But um, you know, I, I think obviously the sports, you know, the sports field definitely resonates with me um and you see a lot of that you know a lot of a lot of movement right now in in the sports world but in the you know which is kind of new which is in the franchise of companies and private equity linking together and you see it in basketball and and baseball and soccer and overseas and and, but you you know obviously it's not happened 
in football in the NFL yet. Uh, it's not allowed, but you know, it's I think obviously with the with the valuation of these companies getting so high, it's hard. You know, it's hard for an individual buyer to come in and, and buy a whole franchise, uh, and you know the costs are so much, and these owners. You know, you know, can sell little portions of it to get capital to help build a new indoor facility, or, or you know, buy the land around stadiums um, to build, you know, better, better kind of, um, you know, themes and amusement for the fans, making a, a better, uh, you know, game day experience uh, for the people, and kind of invest in their own franchise. So it's an interesting um, field that you know uh, will definitely pursue and, and be a part of that. Uh, Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing, entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. So we've talked to you about your new role as partner with private equity firm BVP, but the Manning name, I mean, it's all over the place. You and your brother, you have gotten into the liquor business and the family name is tied to sports betting and Caesar Sportsbook. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, well, that's you know, new with, you know, uh, with, with Caesar Sportsbook and they've uh, obviously hit in New York and, and opened up over the weekend um which uh you know which is exciting and that whole world is is expanding and you know if you watch any any football game on a weekend you see the, the all the different sports books that are uh you know being being endorsed and on commercials but you know i think it's you know for a long time people have been betting on sports i think it's you know good that you have a kind of a reliable name and a name you can trust like caesars and i also love the fact that you know on its app it has responsible gaming tools where you can set limits. You can set time limits, deposit limits, spending limits. Where you know my my whole focus and 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 what I stress is you know doing it responsibly, knowing your limits on on what you can do, and understand um, you know just how it all how it all works and, and and setting those so it can be controlled. But um, you know it's been fun to obviously you know anytime you can do stuff with your family and shoot a commercial. Um, you know, with with your your dad and your brothers, <laughs> it's exciting. And then you know, Peyton and and, and I and Coop have kind of invested, yeah, as you said, in the bourbon and Sweden's Cove 
um, you know, which has been a lot of fun and really an initiative Peyton is, is kind of uh, leading the way on, but it's been, uh, it, it's been a fun business to learn about. It's also been a fun um, broadcast to watch you and your brother uh, on Monday nights. The uh, Manning cast, as it's become known, has really become its own phenomenon to the point where there are reports that A-Rod may get his own Manning cast on ESPN when it comes to baseball. Um, we know you're contracted with ESPN for three years, and there are reports that Amazon may want to lure you guys over as well. I I'm, I know you probably can't comment on that. Um, I, I'm curious about the workflow in putting together the weekly Manning cast. What is that like? How early do you guys sit down for meetings? Do you script out a lot of it? Do you decide uh, who you're going to book weeks in advance, or is it kind of spur of the moment? Um, walk us through some of the, the prep work. Well, um, yeah, normally, you know, obviously it's a little different where you have guests, and, and so you want to try to, um, you know, get those guests, uh, give them a little heads up, and and, um, you know, it kind of depends on, on who's playing. You might want to get a, a former player from one of the teams that's on that week. You know, th- this week we are, we're doing the first, you know, Monday night football playoff game uh, that's ever happened, and, and we're calling it. And we got uh, the Rams uh, and Cardinals. And so it's been kind of a scramble to, all right, you know, what guests do we want to get, you know, who from maybe the Cardinals or, uh, you know, Rams or just that NFC um, you know, uh, uh, kind of West Division that you know might know these teams, and so it's a little bit of a you know scramble trying to get um, you know who will be good, how, and, you know how many guests do we want to have. So we're trying to figure out those things this week, and um, you know a lot of it is really more just you know um, you know just on my own. I'm, I'm going to watch film on, on both teams, um, and, you know, offensively and defensively, uh, just to get scheme and understand who some of their players are. It's a little different. Than a normal telecast, you know, uh, what they do on TV. I don't, you know, necessarily. I remember when I was doing some practice runs at this, and I was talking about, you know, I think we were doing watching a Vikings game, and I'm saying, hey, you can see Bar here is, you know, playing the hook flat area, and they're saying, no, don't say names. Most of the fans or most people watching this don't know who Bar is. Just say number 54. Just say the say the number, Mike. So I don't need to know everybody's name. They're like, nope, you don't need to know everybody's name, Mike. That's perfect. I mean, that makes my life a lot easier. So, you know, you're definitely, you know, the fact that you're not talking about every play, you're just really talking about the big plays, you're talking about schemes, maybe a cool defense or what's going through the quarterback's mind, clock management, and really, you know, so you're watching film for that. But really a lot of the preparation is, you know, because it's a little form for us, is coming up with questions and kind of thinking of what are the themes uh, that we're going to ask these guests coming on that they're going to, you know, trigger funny stories or, or maybe, uh, you know, if you have a, a connection or a, a past relationship with them that might bring up a, a good story. So more of the prep is really just trying to figure out, um, you know, how to ask questions and, 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 you know, that might, you know, we can get a funny video or a funny story associated with the people that are coming on the, uh, on the telecast. So not so different from how we prep. Michael. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Eli, Dave Gettleman retired, and I'm not talking specifically about the Giants, but we see people like John Lynch in San Francisco, uh, John Elway in Denver. Uh, any interest at all getting into um, front office of a National Football League team? You know, it's it's um, you know it's an it's an interesting um, interesting business, and it's just one of those things. You know, I don't know how you. Uh, kind of test try it and how do you um, you know get you know kind of slowly get in that to see 
if it's something you're good at or something you're interested in. I, I mean, I think it, it sounds good. It's like, oh, it's football, it's GM, it's, you know, it, it makes perfect sense. But it's also, I mean, it, you're, you're kind of in charge, obviously, of, of evaluating players. And, you know, it sounds good. You know, you kind of think, well, I could look at quarterbacks and I, I see guys that might be able to tell who's a good quarterback. But, you know, I've been wrong before on guys. And, and, and it's also not just the quarterback to say, can you look, you know, you got to watch uh, 50 college offensive guards to see if, you, you know, which one, you know, we should take in the fourth round. And, you know, it's like, it probably really tests, you know, you think you like football until you got to watch, you know, two straight days of offensive guard and decide whether, you know, who, who's one, which one's the best and who can, who should we draft in the fourth round. So it's, you know, it, it's those things, um, you know, that you just don't know just because you played the game and played a long time, uh, does it make you a good GM? I mean, you, you kind of got to, you know, go all in on that. And it's, I mean, it's a, a, a full-time, full-time gig and, and, um, um, you know, you're doing things that you've never really done before or researched before. So I, I think, uh, it, it's interesting. It's just, uh, you know, um, I don't know how you kind of get prepared for it. Third down and five. Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet, airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree inside the 25. Oh, my God. Eli, man, I don't know how he got out of there. I thought he was on the ground, and, and then he came out of the pile and just slings it. Yeah, see, he caught him <laughs> on his head. Yeah, if you could see in the radio world, Lynchy and that vein popping out of his forehead. Oh, it's great. Super Bowl 42, that miracle pass. Let's continue our conversation with two-time Super Bowl winning MVP Eli Manning. Yeah, he was there. Uh, Eli, if you want to see Mike Lynch have a nostril flare, it was great. We got to bring this up. See, oh Lynchy, it is, in case anybody doesn't know, Lynchy is like a, a dynamo, and he is well-known in the in the Boston sports world. He's been covering sports for years. Exactly. Uh, I'm sorry, and- you're, bre- you're breaking up, Michael. I can't <laughs> <laughs> See, it, it's, I would be thrown out of the booth, guys, because I would be all of a sudden shouting, he caught the ball off his damn head. He caught it <laughs> off his head. I, I, and I, of course, yeah, I am saying he caught the ball off his damn head. David Tyree, I've never seen that before. But I bring this up because it, you have those great Super Bowl moments. And, of course, now that we're in the playoffs, we're about to have another Super Bowl coming. Take us through what it means business-wise for the sponsorships and all that involved for not only just the team, but for the league in general and for TV? Uh, well, first off, you know, the, the play to Tyree, it, it worked out just like we practiced it yeah. all week. Yeah, you know, just amazing. You know, Coach Coughlin just designed that play. He, you know, he told the offense line, don't block anybody, really. And, and then, you know, Eli got to run around and, and you're going to escape some blocks because you're so mobile and then um, you know, throw it to Tyree's helmet. And we all thought it looked at you a, little, a little crazy, but, you know, hey, that's why he's that's why he's one of the great coaches of all time. He, you know, he yeah. Drew it up. <laughs> Which um, one in the but, practice field had you hold the jersey? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like you said, I mean, this, this is obviously an exciting time, um, you know, for everybody when you get into to the playoffs of any sports. But uh, you know, there's nothing better as a player 
just kind of knowing, hey, you're you're one of the few teams that gets to go in and practice uh, today. You know, getting ready, preparing for these for these games, um, and it's an excitement, um, and, and it's also for the organization and for the sponsors involved and everybody. Uh, that's in. Obviously, you got the Super Bowl coming up, which is, you know, uh, obviously, you know, just great for sponsors and the and the television commercials and the the events going on around, in, you know, in Los Angeles and SoFi Stadium and, and the things that will be going or in the buzz around there. So, um, you know, it's such a you know playoff time uh, is such an exciting exciting time. It's good for everybody. It's great for the teams that have that have made it. Um, it's also kind of this week is the time where. You know, you see coaches getting, you know, fired and GMs getting fired and, hey, who are we going to uh, sign? And so, it, you know, you know, team, you know, other teams are hiring, starting to hire new coaches, interview new coaches. So the teams that didn't make the playoffs, there's big changes going on and excitement from that from that sense as well. Um, and so uh, it's just a wonderful time to be around, to be a, and be a part of it. Eli, final question to you, at least from me on, my, on Manning Cast. Um, you guys clearly have done an incredible job with just – getting attention and getting uh, people excited about new ways of, of watching football and appreciating what you bring to the game. But a couple of players might be kind of concerned giving uh, the Manning curse on the Manning cast. Uh, players are 0-7 after coming on to your broadcast. Um, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, week 17, lost week 18. So when you talk about looking through your Rolodex and thinking through who you're going to bring on, what kind of reception do you get when you reach out to folks and they're kind of like a little bit weary because, you know, they want to make sure that bad luck doesn't come their way given what's been happening all season? Yeah, you know, we obviously, um, you know, playing sports, you can get superstitious. Uh, I know I could and, and you know, we, before, you know, this thing was, it, it, I think we were owing, uh, you know, quarterbacks were owing five or the players had been on. And so it hadn't really become an issue, but we we had discussed it and we're like, all right, we got to get a must win. We got to get a must win player. So, um, you know, we got, we were thinking, all right, we got the Bills, Josh Allen, they're playing uh, the Jaguars. And, and so that's, you know, that's going to win. And then when they lost that game, I'm like, uh oh, we got, we, we have a problem on her hands now and i said i i I can't you know i I can't you know go and ask a player to come on the on the show you know knowing that you know the media might hit him or it might be a distraction to the player and i I said i don't we don't want that that's not what this is about i think in the in in the you know last week with the aaron Rodgers, i think there should be an asterisk besides that one just because he only played a half of the game and it didn't really matter if they won or lost. He oh, played man, well. No. I think it, That's a lot of nuance well. there. <laughs> I'm a Lions so fan. A, no, no. <laughs> so it should be a little asterisk on that one, but you know, we're, we're not we're not getting any. We we have had coaches. It's not applied to coaches. I think that should be noted uh, on there. Coaches have come on and, and gone and, and won the following week. So, but um, you know, so I, I don't think we're going to get uh, any current players. Uh, before you know, before any playoff games uh, for for this you know for this week, uh, obviously. So we'll stick with the you know maybe some some players, uh, retired players, players out of the out of the playoff race, or maybe a coach out of you know that that aren't in the playoffs, but they can give some good analysis on on the game itself. Oh, Vegas bookmakers are breathing a sigh of relief now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so final final question, Eli. I saw the the the, uh, the cast when you had Snoop Dogg on. And at the end, Snoop Dogg presented you with a gift uh, from Los Angeles. He took this gigantic necklace off. Has it arrived yet, or are you going to get it from him in person? And will you wear it? 
Oh, I will wear it, no doubt. You know, you get, you get, a, you get a birthday present from Snoop Dogg, you, you wear it, and, and you wear it proudly. So I think uh, uh, there has been some communication, and uh, I think it is in route. So I look forward to uh, look forward to for, to getting it, and uh, hopefully get it in time for uh, for the game on on Monday night, where I can uh, I can break it out and uh, you know show everybody my new present. <laughs> Love, e- it. Love it! Oh man, <laughs> Eli Manning, two-time Super Bowl champ. Thank you, man. That, that is really neat. We we are really tickled you came to to join us, sir. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. That was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for having me on. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel Financial Advisors. If you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So, there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Eli Manning, thank you again. That was really neat to talk with him. and I always learn a lot. Every time you talk to somebody at the caliber of Eli Manning, Scarlett, who is a legend, not just in New York, but all in the NFL. You know, that was one of my top favorite interviews, along with Steve Young. I think maybe it has something to do with NFL quarterbacks, but also (laughs) he might be a two-time winning Super Bowl champion, but he's also a peer because he kind of broke down his process for how he prepares for Manning cast. That was really interesting. It's kind of how how the sausage gets made. And I liked hearing about how they, too, have to figure out who they're going to book and figure out how they're going to frame the request to uh, potential guests who, at this point, might be a little bit reluctant, given the track record of what happens to people who show up on their show. The Manning curse, as they call it. You know, uh, Bill Belichick has a great saying: "The price of success is always paid in advance." <laughs> yes, and, and it's great to hear how the you know they they don't just show up on Monday night at eight o'clock and sit down with a bowl of popcorn. You know, they're they're working on this thing during the week, trying to get the good guests. You know, what kind of angles we're going to take, and some of the guests they've had over the course of this season have been incredible. I mean, they've got Al Michaels on, Bill Parcells, Commissioner Roger Goodell, Snoop Dogg, as mm-hmm. you heard, and I can't wait to see uh, Eli going with that uh, with that chain around his neck. When, when he can, <laughs> we'll see if he's wearing on the Monday Night Playoff game. Another rapper, Flavor Flav. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I always think of Eli, and he mentioned something when he was talking about his family, uh, and I always think of that ESPN promo with Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, 
and his father, Archie Manning. Anybody that has seen it knows what I'm talking about. And they're on this tour of, of ESPN, <laughs> and, and the Peyton brothers are in the back, and they're goofing off like two kids, <laughs> and, you know, is pushing all this, and then all of a sudden, Archie does this slow turnaround, <laughs> like, what are you two doing? And they, I mean, it was one of the funniest things. I, I still remember that to this day, and I think that's one of the things that makes the Manning family yeah. so endearing to me. I, I think... I can't think of another family in football that is at the caliber of no. the Mannings, and no. and a big salute to them. No, they are they are America's family, and it's been a long time since anyone tuned into a football game to hear the announcers. You'd have to go back probably to Howard Cosell and Dan uh, Don Meredith and and Frank Gifford. And now on Monday night, specifically on ESPN2, that's the only reason you tune into uh, that, that channel, is to hear and watch the two Mannings go back and forth. I think it's interesting that we still generically call it an alternative broadcast. How long before we drop that alternative? Hmm. You're right. Yeah, that might be the new way we're going to get yeah. the announcing. I, I like that. <laughs> My goal is to be the number one pick. That's something I've been dreaming of since a kid. It feels better to be number one than number five. I wear the number because of Mike. We have a chance to go for three in a row. Good numbers at a good time. When I first started wearing that number, I was just happy and proud. Bloomberg Business of Sports, the number of the week. Well, 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 well. Oh, boy, here we go. Guess what time it is. It Lynch is time. is smiling in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> number of the week. And, of course, we've been talking about Eli Manning. He joined us for the show. So here is the question. When he first joined the league from 2004 to 2010, he got a a contract. Uh, What I want to know is what was the average salary per year that he got for that contract? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you how, how fat the contract was because then it's going to give it all away. Can you give us any details like how many years the contract was for? Uh, uh, you know, from 2004 to 2010, so I'm going to say seven oh, years. Oh, okay. All right. So, Got it. I know people are saying, well, that's six. No, that's seven years if you count it up. So it's one contract through that period. Right. Okay. Well, it was a, it's a seven-year package, but when you break it down, this was the average. 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010. Hmm. Ladies always before gentlemen. Oh, come on. That's just... I'm going to say... 7.8 million. Lynchy? I'm going to go... Eight and a half. Well, Scarlett, you won. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, we got to throw out the Price is Right rules because, yeah, both of <laughs> you guys went over. But the average salary is $7.7 oh my million. God. Dollars. That was so close. That's the closest I've ever been. It's at, to That's be exact, amazing. $7,714,286. The signing bonus, by the way, guaranteed, was $3 million. I'm proud of you, Scarlett. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. oh, wow, what's finally. wrong with you? He, like, grumbled in the microphone. I mean, if you had to do a tally, right? I mean, it's still, like, Lynchy 28, Scarlet 2. Yeah, but what have you done yeah. for me lately? What then, have Lynchy? you done lately? That's all that matters. 
You know, you're only as good as your last broadcast. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we just, Yay! We just yes. threw Lynchy all over the place. Oh, throughout his yeah. game, man. We did the Tyree catch off his uh, head. I know. <laughs> he, he's like, one. why did I come to work today? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show, and we are each and every week at the same time, plus online, wherever you get your podcast. You can catch those Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I'm Michael Barr on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. I'm the reigning champion of numbers of the week. I'm Scarlet Foo at Scarlet Foo. And I'm coming after you next week, Scarlet. Coming right after you. I'm Lynchy, and I'm not happy, and I'm, you can find <laughs> me at WCBB. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for joining us. Tune in again <laughs> next week for the latest on the stories moving big money in the world of sports. You're listening to Bloomberg Business Reports from Bloomberg Radio around the world. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.